0: Face yourselves, it's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix.
1: Let's do it right. Absolute radio. First things first, welcome back, dear Emma. Thank you. How was it?
2: Uh yeah, it, it was all going so well until Sunday night and then it it all came crashing down.
1: Well, I was just saying to you then um, during Kaiser Chiefs that uh, I think that you and your husband dealt with it brilliantly. You looked around you at the pandemonium at the airport and went, let's just get in a spa.
2: Yeah. We were like, let's just get out of here. It's my birthday tomorrow. To be fair, I've had worse birthdays. Yesterday didn't turn out too shabby.
1: Well, I'm really pleased with you. Your cake remains untouched.
2: I respect that. Thank you.
1: Even though Matt did use the words I might just nibble a profiterole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I
3: mean, there are quite a few on the top. I thought, One wouldn't wouldn't hurt. Did you have have one? I didn't, no. no, no. Stayed strong. Totally
4: untouched. The question
2: is, when is it acceptable to start yeah. eating
4: cake. Also, I got a really terrifying email. I think we all got it around about 4 o'clock yesterday from someone saying, hey, guys, there's a tonne of chocolate ready, available on the first floor, and I'm really worried it's the cake. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I saw that email. Was that... Is it my cake?
4: I don't think it was your cake,
3: no. Does no-one know? No-one knows. Has seen the cake?
2: Someone just sent an email advertising chocolate cake yesterday,
1: and I don't know... <gasps> Maybe they <gasps> found oh, it. I, I, do, I mean, step. by 4pm, I've totally clocked off from anything <laughs> <laughs> happening in this building. What... what have we... Did you... Have we eaten the cake?
4: No, surely. Don't somebody. say we as if we had any no, part uh, No, someone outside of this studio... Those daytime people. They. Yeah. I,
1: I've just been saying the it was untouched, and the others <laughs> may have eaten the cake. We'll look into that, Emma. I promise. I promise we will. There'll be a full tribunal. There will a be. A full investigation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things you missed out on yesterday because your airline let you down is that we are currently obsessed with Hugh Christopher Edmund Fernley Whittingstall. <laughs> Um, Is
2: that his full name?
1: That is his incredible full name. Um, We have another inquiry about him from a dear listener called um, Ross. Um, We're going to be looking into your inquiry
0: next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast.
1: Absolute Radio. Hi, Dave and Matt. Also, Glenn and Emma. Hello. Hi. I was Hi. rather shocked that Hugh, ri- Hugh's ridiculously long-name Whittingstall turned up on your show yesterday. He visited my work about two years ago and spent the best part of the day filming. It never made it past the cutting room floor, however, but I did get a signed photo of the great man. I am pleased you revealed he is coming back to TV soon as I find my 15 minutes of fame story loses some of its punch when I have to explain who Hugh actually
4: is. How's he spelled that bit, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> I've just added that. It's just, <laughs> okay. it's just a little <laughs> trill <laughs> in the delivery. <laughs> uh, it's, just, it's just
1: something I do, Glenn. Um, so, uh, sadly for Hugh, this is in more cases than not when it comes to explaining who he is. Can you guys please send a signed photo or some other promotional toot so I can put it next to Hugh's on my desk, please? Whoa. So we're being asked to sign something, guys. Have we
3: so got the Oh, we can sign an air freshener, I suppose. We That's do funny. have
1: a lot of car air fresheners, and they are from a previous show as well, so they're rare, they are a collector's item. Can we fit four signatures on one car air freshener? Why don't we sign one each and send uh, Ross four... Mm, okay. And yeah, then you yeah. can dangle them all around your desk. Or you could dangle them all around the signed picture of Hugh Christopher Edmund Fernie Whittingstall like that, a shrine. That name wouldn't fit on the but that's right. <laughs> <true. laughs> exactly <laughs> it wouldn't. Uh, like like a shrine. That's what we'll do. Thank you for your email. As I say, you can get in touch anytime you like. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The
0: Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast.
1: Absolute radio. The atmosphere in the studio is a strange one because it is neither air conditioned cold nor hot. It's kind of it's tropical. It's like, yeah. a, it's like a butterfly <laughs> enclosure. It's it's clammy. Yeah, the moistness in the air, isn't there? And there is just one single fly that has landed on the studio window, which I haven't seen before in all the time I've been here. and It's just been there for the last half an hour at least. It's not just, moving. It's just chilling out because it's so impossibly warm. I think warm. it's asleep.
3: It's still, you know, still the night time for the flies. So I think it's still having a nap.
1: Um, Ladies and gentlemen of the UK, we have an amber alert weather-wise. 30 degrees in the day, 15 degrees at night for two days consecutively, warrants an amber alert warning. That's where we're all at. It's going to be 33.3 degrees today, or 91 in old money.
3: Stay indoors, everyone. That's what they're saying, stay indoors. Shade your windows. Close them, they're saying. Yeah, do not go out sunbathing. Um, the best thing to do,
1: of course, Matt and I are on very much a similar page. It seems we spent a little bit of our uh, yesterday afternoons doing the same
3: thing. Wander around your local supermarket. Oh, yeah. I've got the aircon oh, on. It's the only place, it's the best place. My Morrison's was like a walk in fridge. Not even in the refrigerated aisles. The whole place. The whole place. Was really? So cool.
2: That's not for me. What? what? No, I hate air conditioning. I'll be outside today.
3: Will you? Why do you yeah. hate air conditioning?
2: Because I get so cold. <laughs>
3: What? Oh yeah! Is it? Of course, have yeah. you got it it's set too to cold? Is it it's, set it's, to Emma
1: Jones' temperature in your studio right, right, now, right yeah. now? No, it's not. What? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: It is. Oh,
1: you're making me feel so <laughs> itchy. <interesting. Yeah. laughs> wow! But see, you've got—I mean, I, if I walk past the building and like the doors open, and I get a little blast of aircon. I will stop. I will. Oh, yeah. I will let it wash Love over that. me. Mm. You feels, don't want too much nice.
4: of it, though. This is muggy. In here, at the it's yeah. I bet it is yeah. muggy. Yeah. In there. It's,
1: it's hot in there at the best of times, but on a day like this, mm. surely you don't want to be matching the outside temperature? Then
3: yeah. you love it. Yeah, but it's just, today <laughs> the air is a bit. Fran, you always say you love it. Why are
1: you, you change it. your don't, tune it. now? I'm, <laughs>
4: not, just, I'm not just the air, the air today is just a bit thick of a normal I feel, I feel like I'm in the Body Shop or Lush. Do you know what I mean? I yeah, can't yeah. really breathe. Okay, and, yeah. and
1: making me feel even itchier is just looking through the window, knowing how hot it is in there. You're all munching on chocolate cake at yeah. six twenty-eight uh, yeah. in the morning. We're all wearing jumpers. And I bet you so you all got sticky fingers like Todd. <laughs> the Dave
0: Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right.
1: Let's give a nice gentle glow to your frontal lobe. It is time for Dave Berry is Riddled. Last week, Chad Kruger was throwing a ball in the air. And this week, well, riddle me this. When former Oasis guitarist Bonehead was six years old, he hammered a nail into his favourite tree to mark his height. Favourite uh, tree.
4: Yeah. Everyone has a favourite tree. Yeah. You're not yeah. supposed to pick favourites. <laughs>
1: but <laughs> When it comes to trees, <laughs> we always make an exception. I <laughs> couldn't tell you where my favourite child is, but favourite tree. <laughs> it's in Elvden. Five years later, when former Oasis guitarist Bonehead was 11 years old... He returned to see how much higher the nail was. If the tree grew by ten inches each year, how much higher would the nail be? That was the riddle. Thank you. We had so many answers to this. Really lovely of you all to get in touch. Emma, I'm
3: going to give you a go first. Do you want to go?
2: Um, is it not just ten inches times five years?
3: Whoa, that would be the. Uh, you think that might be the obvious? Ten else, inches you? times five years is which is fifty. 50. 50 I was just about to say that.
1: I was live maths on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff of nightmares. Thanks for that, Emma. Um, that's not right.
4: Oh. Glenn, I don't think it's moved at all. Why? I think the tree has grown uh, in other parts, and uh, so the nail branches. is still in the same place. <laughs> Matt Dyson.
3: Uh, yeah, I also think the nail has not moved. It's just grown outwards. Like, was it when a tree gets older, the rings increase, don't they, inside it? So it just grows outwards. Um, we haven't fact checked this so much so Matt prompted to call this new feature "Dave Burry is Riddled" an Ofcom nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> potentially, potentially. I'm just saying that producer Dave hasn't fact checked any of these no. riddles, so. Bonehead gets in touch and goes, <laughs> "I never nailed them." <laughs> <laughs> nailed them the tree. Bonehead could take us to c- the cleaners. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> of this. I'm, I'm, my if career's if... intact as everyone thinks I've got a
1: favourite tree. <laughs> <laughs> what happened, Dave? You're doing so well the Big National Breakfast Show. Got sued by Bonehead. It's, yeah, it's it was an absolute it, nightmare. I've really got nothing left. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> Took me to the cleaners. <laughs> <laughs> One slip of the tongue, I know. Ofcom nightmare. Um, <laughs> you're absolutely right. So were many of you out there. Um, the nail will remain the same height as trees grow from the top, but Bonehead would be 50 inches taller than he was when he was six, says Sean the Milkman from the Isle of Wight. No higher. The growth is from the top of the tree, from Mike and so on and so forth. So many of you getting it right. Well done. Teasing the uh, grey matter on your Tuesday morning. The, the Dave
0: Berry Breakfast
1: your podcast. <laughs> Yes. Absolute Radio. Well, the Ofcom nightmare has come to fruition. <laughs> you called it, Matt Dyson. Yeah. You don't uh, spend this long at the top of the game as you have without knowing <laughs> when things are going to get a bit sticky legally. have got to
3: these things, yeah.
1: Dave, Matt and the team, we planted a tree 15 years ago. Our cat used it as a scratch post. The scratch marks have grown with the tree and the scars are now five foot high. Mm. How do you explain that, <laughs> says Joe from Welling. <laughs> good well, good morning, Joe. And yeah. I, I, We are not going to explain it now, but you will be able to hear what producer Dave says um, to <laughs> Bonehead's lawyers uh, a little later <laughs> down the line.
0: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast.
1: Absolute Radio. And there's something that still haunts me to this very day, and it is that back in about 1996, I would frequent an indie club called Pop Scene, which was at London Astoria 2, which has now been fully cross-railed, and by that I mean flattened. Oh, yeah. Um, and I went every single Friday night for the best part of two years, and the one time I didn't go, Noel Gallagher turned up. Oh. And apparently all my friends who went said, Noel was here last week, and like he just had a few beers... You know, he sat and chatted about Oasis with the fans and oh, I, and I missed out and it. It's kind of dogged me a little bit. You know, <laughs> it's, it's not changed my life in any way, but every now and again it comes back and it, it has a haunting quality to it as, as something I've missed out on. Um, so, opening the papers and going online today, um, I've seen that Sir Paul McCartney, who I'm a huge fan of, has crossed the Abbey Road Zebra Crossing, mm. which, um, well, there's no reason you should know this, but I live round the corner from and because of the hot weather... Um, Last night and yesterday, uh, my wife and I decided to live our best Alan Partridge lives and li- stay in a hotel yeah. again. Yeah. So the one time that I wasn't round the corner from the zebra crossing, Macca returned, oh. Orlando Bloom,
3: Kylie Minogue
1: and Johnny Depp with
3: him as well. Oh. And eventually wore socks and sandals while crossing the famous zebra crossing. Casting aspersions against the great man then. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, he's also going the
1: wrong
4: way across it. In well, this is people. what's unforgivable <laughs> about this,
1: is he's going in the opposite direction as they
4: all were on the famous album Cover. You should know it's like doing Sergeant Pepper's but facing the wrong way. It is. Yeah, yeah no one can see or the mustaches. The
1: camera,
4: yeah. <laughs> um, so, but he's
1: wearing maroon trousers, and we did think he was wearing Birkenstocks uh, yeah, and Birken... white socks.
3: Uh, but yeah, there's there's so, the image quality isn't great. Sometimes some of the pictures, it looks like he's got white socks on underneath those Birkenstocks. But there is a closer image that suggests he's he is sockless. I think he might just have very pale feet
4: Simple, oh, say, say that, that. that He's got pale <laughs> toes. <laughs> you know, tr- yeah. It's fine. Yeah, trousers not, and sandals, so. sandals is still a risky combination. But yeah, I know. Yeah. I know, and the walk in the wrong. There's
1: stuff with it that I don't like, <laughs> yeah. uh, admittedly. But what I'm saying is, is that I would have normally been there around this time yesterday. Oh. This is on my route home. I oh, walk past the zebra crossing on a daily basis. In fact, sometimes at about kind of even ten past five in the morning, when I drive over this zebra crossing on the way into the studios here, there are tourists taking pictures, even them, yeah. and, and walking across it. That's how famous it is. And to have the man back there and me be in a hotel because, quite simply, it offered air conditioning. <laughs> That's what I missed out on. Uh, Glenn, I believe that this has happened to you. Yes, this
4: happened to me last night. I, was I can't doing, believe this. I was So I was doing a, a gig and I was trying to look for other places in London where I could just do some new material and there's a couple of places I usually sort of text around and go, "Can I? do you mind if I just hop on stage for like five minutes? And I decided not to, decided to be sensible and, go, and just go home. Uh, and it turned out one of those gigs uh, Amy Schumer was at. Oh. Um, so I really missed out on a wonderful opportunity.
1: So you missed out on meeting Amy Schumer, I missed out on hanging out with Noel Gallagher back in the day and I've missed out on going, Macca! Macca, it's me! Uh, Just yesterday afternoon. We would love to know the things that that maybe you've missed out on. Did you decide to take the day off work and then your favourite ever famous person popped by to say hello? The
0: Dave Berry Breakfast
1: Show Podcast.
2: Absolute radio.
1: Glenn missed out on an opportunity last night to uh, witness the stand-up of Amy Schumer. Uh, Possibly, I was thinking about this as well, sorry to put salt in the wound, but have her watch your stand-up, say you're oh, really yeah. good, which you could have then put on the poster for the Edinburgh
4: show. Yes. That's really handy, thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, it's just because I missed out on seeing Macca walking yeah, yeah, across my road. Yeah, you to be bitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm dragging you all down with me, whether you like it or not. Uh, so that's the question we're chucking out there right now. 8, 12, 15. What have you missed out on? Uh, a couple of gutted people on text as well, I'm pleased to say. Uh, <laughs> Dave, I decided to pull a sickie from my job as a receptionist at a sports centre once, only to discover that David Beckham came in to do a secret community football charity photo shoot. Oh. That's from Sarah. In Hounslow. Uh, Dave and the team, my husband works for Aberdeen Investments in London and decided to work from home once. That day, Andy Murray made a surprise visit to meet all of the staff. As a huge tennis fan, he was gutted. So pleased to hear that. I mean, I've lived around Abbey Road for five years and yesterday, just in search of air conditioning, my wife and I decided to stay in a hotel. Um, and that was when Paul McCartney decided to return to Road Studios and walk across the famous Zebra Crossing. A one time. Admittedly, wearing Birkenstocks in the wrong way, but still, I feel <laughs> I missed out. Um, Dave, Roald Dahl was in the hospital next to my school and popped in to say hello to us kids. I was off sick that day. This was in 1984, and I will never forget it from <laughs> Lee. Oh, that's a tough one. Thanks for getting in touch, Lee, and joining us right now in Cambridge Here we have Steve. Good morning, Steve.
5: Good morning, Dave. Good morning to everyone else there.
1: Well, it's lovely having you on the show. Uh, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Um, you were working in a bank, I believe.
5: That's right. I used to live back down in Worthing in, uh, in West Sussex, and uh, I was uh, on my lunch break. I was working on the cashiers uh, section, and uh, I came back from lunch, and all the cashiers were quite a buzz. So I'd, I'd missed out uh, after going down the pub I'd missed out on um, seeing Natalie Imbruglia.
1: Oh, you we <laughs> went to the pub and missed out on <laughs> Natalie Imbruglia. What was she... <laughs> what was she is oldest I, it <laughs> is, isn't it? What, was she, what was she doing in the bank? What was Natalie doing in there?
5: Well, she was cashing in some uh, traveller's
3: checks. She was in... Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Wow. This is, this is how she uh, actually the phone
5: call now. So it's mid- mid-90s, before she'd done all the music, and... Uh, when she was in uh, neighbours, yes. oh, so she
1: was. This was pre-torn. Mm-hmm. We're talking Beth in Neighbours territory oh, here. Yeah.
5: Yeah, Beth and neighbors That's probably the only reason I actually watch Neighbours. So um, uh, it's
1: true of many of us, actually, <laughs> Steve. Yeah. I'm not
5: gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't for the critic storylines, was it?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Steve opted to go to the pub in his lunch break in the mid 1990s and missed out on Natalie and Brulia changing up some travellers' checks. <laughs> what a tale! Um, Steve, have a great day. Thanks very much indeed for talking to us. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, everyone. Take care now. Thank you.
0: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast.
1: Absolute radio. As we're looking at 33.3 degrees weather-wise, this is an amber weather warning being advised to stay indoors. (laughs) But right now, talking about the things that you've missed out on, um, which has also become quite interestingly, Celeste uh, doing mundane tasks, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which we <we've> slipped into <laughs> accidentally. But thank you very much indeed for sending all of your brilliant texts. Dave, Matt, and the team, I missed out on serving Jose Mourinho at McDonald's in Clacton-on-Sea oh. when I had a day off. <laughs> Compounding Adam's misery <laughs> is his colleague described him as the man with the long coat off the telly. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh no. I have, however, got to serve Denzel from Only Fools and Horses twice. Pure wow. legend, says, as I say, Adam in Tottenham. Thank you for that, Adam. Uh, Dave, Matt, and the team, my company flew everyone to the O2 for a conference. I skipped it because I was pregnant and actually it sounded very dull. It turns out it was a, a surprise gig with Dizzy Rascal, Lenny Henry and Florence and the Machine. Eclectic. <laughs> uh,
5: yeah. Best
1: day at work ever, so I hear from Stephen what? Glasgow. <laughs> what a <liar>. Dizzy Rascal,
3: <laughs> Lenny Henry, Florence and the Machine. It's a dream gig, basically, isn't it? <laughs> it's got it all. Yeah. Everything's covered. Um, this year, whilst exhibiting at Gardener's World oh, Live, hello. which is always a nice start to a day, yeah. I spotted some puppy guide dogs and decided to follow them and have a good fuss. I consequently missed out on a meeting with my gardening idol, Alan Titchmarsh. <sighs> I also didn't get to play with the puppies. Absolutely gutted from Lex. Uh, one gutted Alan Titchmarsh fan. I mean, that's... that's my, good my, parents hard. Are, my parents are big Titchmarsh fans. Are
1: they, yeah? And uh, through different channels, I had an opportunity to get his autograph. And my mum's name is Marion, and he signed two separate photo cards with both spellings of her name on it so that they could have the one that was correct.
3: Oh, what a guy. <laughs> what a legend. And here's an interesting one as well. Yesterday, I went to Abbey Road hoping to catch a glimpse of the World famous Dave the Liberal Vegan Berry. <laughs> on his way to work, only to find out that he was staying in the hotel I work at. <laughs> Would you believe it? Sorry about that. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast.
1: Absolute Radio. Uh, according to all of the newspapers today, uh, I've got the Times here, um, the Met Office issued an amber heatwave alert for parts of England yesterday. As Santon Downham in Suffolk recorded a temperature of thirty-three point three degrees. Uh, the warmest day of the year so far. Preach. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is that your hands in the air emoji? Emma? Yeah. I love that. Um, so you're very excited about this, and This is good This is good weather for you. These yeah, this are, is my favourite. These are the conditions for the Joneses. Yes. Um, other people are starting to grumble slightly about it, um, but we are being told to shade our windows, stay indoors. That's how warm it's going to be over mm-hmm. the next few days. What are you
3: going to be expected to close the curtains in this weather? Close right? the curtains to keep the, keep
1: the room from warming. That's yeah. what you need to do. Um, but that's what they're saying, so we're just passing it on, providing part of the service that we have as mm. a national. National Breakfast Show. Um, Of course, the hottest day recorded was the 3rd of August, 2003, when in Faversham, Kent, they saw temperatures of 38.5 degrees. (gasps) What? We could still reach that. Well, we could still reach that. That's exactly what they're warning us about. And, I mean, the 3rd of August, 2003 was a crazy time to be around. Wow, what, um, we've done some summer. research here. What a summer. Um, of course, probably most memorable, it was the first time uh, the police ever used a taser gun.
3: <laughs> was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that day? <laughs> on that very the day. hottest day ever to do it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: getting tasered isn't bad enough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it takes your mind off the heat, doesn't
1: it? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, hot enough on. as it <laughs> is. <laughs> 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 Actually, it's not my
4: bad. <laughs>
1: OK, here we go. What was the number one selling toy at that time, that period? 2003. Very,
3: Tamagotchi was that no that's <laughs> no, no, <laughs> that. you've gone way too early way too early <laughs> you've
1: gone way too early you've gone too uh, <laughs> Beyblades no, it was the Robo Sapien.
3: Oh yes! What? Do you that. remember that? I don't yeah, know what Robo right. Sapien. It was a dinosaur robot, wasn't it? All
4: yeah. oh, right, okay, yeah. okay. Oh, cool. Well, yeah, but yes, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just stuck on your part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to do,
1: <laughs> try to do the maths on your age in 2003, man. I <laughs> know. I didn't I think have you have might one. be. So You'd be 25 years of age. <laughs> <I> and you <laughs> own a Robo I Sapien? Just, I didn't own one. I just I was aware of what they were
3: because they were the biggest selling toy of that year. Um, that everyone was.
1: Who were the Premier League champions then? Oh, was that? Uh, that was pre-Invincibles.
3: Was it the Invincibles Arsenal era? Though? I think that was Arsenal.
1: Well, I thought that was Arsenal as well, but it's actually Manchester United.
2: I was going to say that, but what? I thought you would.
1: Oh,
3: in the summer it. of '03, maybe it was the Arsenal year after three, four. in the season about to start. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, who was Prime Minister in 2003? Who was the Prime Minister of the UK? Well, that was uh, Tony Blair. Yeah, Tony, Tony Blair. Yeah. Uh, who was the President of the United States of America? That was George Bush. George W. Bush. George W. What was the number one movie at the box office on the hottest day we've ever had here in the UK? Once again, thirty-eight point five degrees on the third of August
4: two thousand and three. What was number one? At the Charlie's <laughs> Angels Two, Full Throttle. <laughs> wow. No. no. Wow. <laughs> 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 I like, never.
1: Must have <laughs> got <gonna> to rewatch that. <laughs> yeah. You said it was such conviction. Well, uh, I'm like, I must watch that now. <laughs> um, it was uh, Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines. Was it? No. No. Mm. Um, and what was the? UK number
3: one single? 3rd of um, August 2003. Was this... Uh, Beyonce was in a pomp at the time, wasn't she? Well, I think she's always been in yeah. a pomp, and she's never left the pomp. No, I mean, yeah, this was peak Beyonce 2003, wasn't it? So you're thinking Crazy in Love with yeah. Jay-Z. Uh,
4: R. Kelly remixed to Ignition. Oh, Okay, okay. Emma, do you want to have a go?
2: Um, is it Bonnie and Clyde by Jay-Z and Beyonce?
1: No, it was Blue Cantrell featuring Shawnee Paul oh, and Bree. Oh. Oh. Golly! About oh, yeah,
3: it's yeah. that one. They had the Dr. Dre beat in the background, didn't yeah, it I think. T- yeah. Two of the
1: greatest Sean Paul impressions you're ever going to hear on <laughs> national radio, there. The Dave
3: Berry Breakfast Show
1: Podcast.
2: Absolute radio.
1: Well, I'd like to, if I may. Um bring to uh, your attention that um, I don't think enough of us, and I mean us here in, in the studio, mm. um, my friends and colleagues, I don't think enough of us are watching American Pickers. <laughs> <laughs> and I think yeah. that this needs to change. You're obsessed with this show. Um, well, what's not to love? <laughs> You know, you've got Mike Wolf. his enthusiasm for what he calls, and what I now call, rusty gold. Um, (laughs) It's infectious. He's an entrepreneur, he's passionate, he's enthusiastic, and his psychic, Frank Fritz, diminutive, bearded, charmer, who has a love of old-school toys... And what he calls smalls—they're referred to as smalls—and these can be like oil cans. Oh. you're just fine oh, on a well, shelf.
3: Underpants are smalls. No, not it? smalls.
1: No, these yeah. are oil cans, yeah. man. Rust yeah. gold. Never refer to your underpants as rusty gold, <laughs> no, my friend. No. Here's, a, here's a tip <laughs> for the top. Um, I just don't think that we're watching enough American Pickers as a show. Is it like bargain hunt? <sighs> oh,
3: oh no, that's he hates. That's the one response he hates. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <It's,
2: laughs>
3: I, I compare it to cash in the attic. Oh.
1: But, um, <laughs> it's. American Pickers is is effectively an American road movie. It's like comparing Easy Rider to Last of the Summer Wine Mm. when you compare it to Cash in the Attic. It sounds like Flog It. It does not sound like <laughs> flock yeah. in any way, shape, or form. Um, so they travel around the states in their in their van, and they go to people's. You, there's no attics involved in this. They have right, barns. Yeah, they they go into people's stuff. barns. Cash
3: in the barn. It's basically. It's not cash,
1: cash in the barn. barn. They go into yeah. the barn and they, they reclaim things. They often leave them as they are. They want these things to continue to exist. It's a it's a passion for Mike and Frank. Right. They they will see the old the, the steel mill that has just been uh, left discarded to rust over, and it's going to stay in the corner of the barn. They will
4: take that and they will they will give it a new life. Right.
1: They will love that item, bringing
4: history alive today. Wow. When you said what's not to love, did you want us to answer honestly?
1: <laughs> it's a rhetorical <laughs> question. Thank you, Glenn. Um. So, but I just love having what, the... what channel is it on? I mean, well, I've this never is never
3: what... come across it. I never see it how advertised. It's on History Channel and right, it's on right. Dave. Right, okay, yeah. So you right. know
1: you know sometimes you'll have those glorious Sundays where you'll just watch loads of Come Dine With Me on, on More Four or whatever. Yeah. Well this is American Pickers is the kind of Dave equivalent of that. It's on all the time. And thanks to obviously our skyboxes and we can record things, I Mm. like to know that along with American Pickers, I can come home after a hard day's broadcasting to a plethora of porn stars waiting for me. (laughs) (laughs) And I and I know that I can sit down
3: and I I can watch yeah, I can watch well what else would it be? (laughs)
1: What's wrong with you people? I'm trying to talk about (laughs) porn stars and American Pickers here. But I need you to buy into this a little more. (laughs) I need you to do it as a favour. Sure. And then I will take any critique. Yeah. Honestly, this will be oh, right. an open okay, forum, sorry, yeah. but I, le- I need you to at least give it a go. It is always on. You can find it, you can search it out, but just watch one, one episode of American Pickers and tell me that it's is isn't one of the greatest television programs. Okay, you yeah, ever seen. Yeah.
3: Yeah. willing to give it a try. Um,
1: of course, this comes about because uh, not too long ago, I was, I was put on gardening leave and I, I wasn't allowed to work. And after, um, you know, we, we did some travelling around the world, which was really lovely, and then it was kind of getting a little bit boring, so I proposed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then once I got that out of the way um, all I had was daytime TV and yeah. that was where I, I stumbled across American pickers but they, they, they use a phrase I appreciate you which is a kind of a, a midwestern American phrase right. which I'm going to start using I appreciate you I appreciate you. you it's like thanks very much I appreciate you yeah. so, like, so what will happen is and they'll, they'll say things like let's do the dance so if you're selling something for, for say I'll give you $20 for that right, yeah. and you go I want $30 I'll then go let's do the dance 25 so we meet in the middle we've done the dance yeah. I then take the object from you I look at it lovingly, because that's what Mike does, and I go, I appreciate you, and you feel appreciated. Okay,
3: yeah.
1: Will you all watch American Pickers as some homework for me?
2: (laughs) I will watch it after I've caught up on Love Island. Fair play. Glenn? (laughs)
4: Yeah. Yeah, i will cancel yeah. some plans. I guess I, I guess I won't watch Ice Road Truckers this evening, and i yeah. They're in the same instead. wheelhouse, though. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, come
3: yeah, on. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah, I mean, you've talked about it for the past six months. I still haven't got round to watching it. Well, the way so, you I mean, said
1: that, it's like sounding like I've been boring.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really appreciate it. <laughs> I you. You, my, you.
0: You I appreciate
1: you. me. Emma, who do you appreciate? I appreciate
2: you.
0: Glenn, who do you <laughs> appreciate? <laughs> Let's do a
4: dance, I appreciate
0: you. Dave Berry Breakfast Show
1: Podcast. Absolute radio. Some kind of backhanded text here, in a way. American pickers, go on, Dave. That's a nice start. And then Sarah in Leeds finishes with, I thought I was the only person in the world who watched it. <laughs> Dave, I've been to Mike Wolf's shop in Nashville. No. Yes! It was quite underwhelming, I'm afraid, oh. from Nick in Worthing. Um, Dave Berry, have you tried Cash Cowboys? It's on ITV4 in the afternoons about five. Well, thank Ooh. you for the recommendation, Debbie. I haven't ventured into ITV4 territory in quite a while. <laughs> no. Nice. So maybe it's time for me to go back. <laughs> you strictly a daytime Dave yeah. <laughs> It
4: seems that way. Yeah.
1: Um, however, it's also on history. I'd like to point that out oh, on oh, the History yes, Channel. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Brendan, the head of Photoshop, has done some fine work again with the American Pickers History Channel uh, official poster. He's superimposed <laughs> our faces on. Um, yeah. I am um, Mike Wall and Matt you as Frank Fritz holding that 1930s radio (laughs) which by the way I'm saying they probably would have bid 40 bucks for um, because I can do that now I can tell how much things are worth Um, you look Absolutely adorable. It's one of my, is that one of my
3: smalls? Is that a small? I'm That's holding... one of your smalls that you collect. Oh, no, that, no, my no. friend, is rusty gold oh, right there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, thank you very much indeed for all the recommendations and getting in touch. American Pickers. Oh, I appreciate you.
0: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast.
1: Absolute Radio. Selma Hayek, it's hot. In fact, there is an amber alert weather wise. We're being told to shade the windows and stay indoors. Uh, 33.3 degrees is what we're going to be getting today which is 91 in Fahrenheit in old school Ooh. money. Uh, right now though, well it's the hottest radio feature around. I hate myself. <laughs> 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 it's tradespeople to the stars always such a pleasure to speak to one of them and we have Matt Dyson, our first returning celebrity. Um, please welcome to the show Phil in Huddersfield. Good morning to you, Phil. Good morning Dave. How you doing, my man? I'm very good, yourself? Very well, thank you for asking and thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, No problem. So we have the usual four questions. Let's begin with question one. What is your trade?
5: I am an auto vehicle electrician installing electrical devices in vehicles from cars to trucks. Okay, wonderful. And which
1: celebrity have you been an auto electrician for?
5: My claim to fame would be the very good gentleman that is Mr. Chris Kamara. Oh, oh Chris wow.
1: Kamara! Unbelievable! Everybody. He's back! He's back! <laughs> he's back now. The last tradesperson we spoke to uh, fitted his sky, and after they'd finished fitting Chris Kamara's sky, he sat down with the sky installers, and they all together, collectively on the sofa, watched Chris Kamara interviewing Gaza on Sky Sports <laughs> News. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we already know that he's a total <laughs> legend. Uh, was he there when you've been uh, applying your trade for him, Phil?
5: Yes, on on a number of occasions that I visited his property, he, he was always there in attendance, yes. What kind of thing is he having done? Uh, back in the day, that I was doing mainly like uh, the communication, mobile phone installations on his vehicles. Chris uh, Kamara's
3: car phones on the oh, show,
1: everybody. What? Oh
5: yes. <laughs> was this during his playing days, or was this pundit? Uh, no, no. This 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 is after his playing career when he was uh, a guy like you just said, a, a media pundit. Okay. What what car has
1: he got? What kind of car is he having the phone put in?
5: the last one I can recall doing was a a very large Lexus. Oh, Oh, Chris Kamara's Lexi (laughs) on the show.
1: (laughs) Okay, that means (laughs) there is only one question remaining. Phil, did Chris Kamara, a man we all love very much, offer to make you a cup of tea or coffee whilst you were working for
5: him? And the answer to your question will be on a number of occasions he made numerous cups of tea oh, yes! Yes! Yes. yes what a guy
3: oh what a <laughs> said, thin mustachioed legend <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um we believe that he also used to uh apply you with other beverages little gifts yes,
5: yeah um every time i attended his property to do installations which wasn't on a regular basis but on, on a a, a, a twice yearly occasion. Yeah. Every time I've gone and done work for him, he always gave me a bottle of wine. Wow. Wow. Oh,
1: quality oh, bottle of wine from Chris Kamara. Listen, Phil, thank you so much for coming on the show and telling us your tale. We're going to give you a £100 Wix gift card for your troubles. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you very much indeed, Dave. Have a lovely day, Phil. Thanks for tuning into the show. Uh, don't forget, if you are in the trade, you can sign up to Wix Trade Pro for exclusive discounts, rewards and benefits. And if you are a tradesperson and you have plied it for a celebrity, we would love to have you on the show. Email me. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The
0: Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast.
2: Absolute Radio.
1: Matt just got <laughs> spinning bird kicked in the face by Chun-Li. He's playing... As Ryu, uh, no, I've not gone back in time to the kebab shop in Cholton that I used to go to every lunch break <laughs> at school. Um, this is all for Retro Kids, which is coming soon to the show. Uh, in fact, we're probably going to be doing it on Thursday with any luck. Uh, oh, you can- <laughs> this is <laughs> Matt's playing away. This is based on the fact that uh, Matt's two young kids, uh, Bess and Maggie, are going to be embarking on a long summer holiday. And whilst there'll be lots of things to do, some screen time is, of course, inevitable. And we got to thinking, would the things that entertained us when we were on our long school summer holidays entertain them? So last week on the show, regular listeners will know, we had a VHS player in the studio. And this morning, Matt Dyson has brought in his Super Nintendo... From home. Oh, I'm doing so many special moves. you see it? you see it? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: no, I am in the kebab shop in Charlton. It's 1992. Um, you are Ooh. doing a lot of... You, I'm just doing the old press the buttons, or loads of buttons all at once, and it just seems to work. Oh, well, it's, so it's a oh, test, yes, tried and
1: tested method, isn't it?
3: Yeah. OK. I'm just beating Chun-Li. Shh. You must defeat my dragon punch to stand a chance. <laughs> Where are you going next? I oh, must the dragon punch.
1: Oh Brazil. oh, Brazil. Oh, this is um, Blanca. The mighty Blanca. <laughs> um, so Matt's obviously loving this. We're hoping to prize the control pad out of his hands and give it to his kids oh, to man. see if they enjoy playing Street Fighter II Turbo oh, as much as we did back in the day. As I say, we're going to be doing this Thursday morning here on the show. Um, there are seven playlists, just one breakfast show. And Matt, you're about to hear Guns and Roses, Sweet Child of Mine. Oh. So that means you can play along to one of your favourite songs. <laughs> Here we go. That was a reaction, by the way, to losing to Blanca, no, not to us playing Guns and Roses. About to play Guns N' Roses! Oh <laughs> go on, Matt Dyson. I'm <laughs> the Dave
0: Berry Breakfast Show Podcast.
1: Absolute radio. We're smashing together anything to do with hot weather, which we're getting right now, and celebrities. Here's a couple from around the studio, as, as we always do. Um, our dear friends, KISS Breakfast Show hosts, Sticky Melvin and Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Courtesy of producer Dave, Clammy Dyer... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: nice.
1: 8-12-15 um, on the text or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Um, Sam, the expert decorator in Watford, got in touch with Antonio Hosepipe Banderas. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> Daphne and Celsius from Andy, from Devon. <laughs> hey, guys, how about Sweat Midler from Ian? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Very oh, good, really, is That's it? a good one, that. Uh, Deli Allergies. <laughs> Dame Judy Drenched from Mike the Plasterer. <laughs> Dustin Hotman. Oh, yeah. Barb comes in brilliantly with guns and hoses. <laughs> 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 Stu White here in London. Clammy Davis Jr.
4: Oh, brilliant. Yes. Jim
1: on the M6, Whiffy Clyro. Uh, <laughs> Lee in Kingston, Martin Scorch AZ. And finally, from you guys out there, Matt
3: in Brighton, the Backsweat Boys. <laughs> Matt, you got anything? <laughs> Uh, sweaty Boothroyd, uh, the former speaker <laughs> in the House of Commons, of course. Glenn, ooh, it's a bit close. And <laughs> Humid Fernley, I'm at my wit's ending stall. Wow! Oh, that's that's awesome. very good. Uh, Emma, got anything?
2: I've got De Rossi.
4: Very nice.
2: Cozzy Osborne.
4: <laughs> and Adam
2: Sandal. Oh.
4: Sandler. Glenn? I've got Tan Hathaway. <laughs> nice. uh, I've gone for a similar one as you, Matt. I've gone for Barbecue Fernley Witting Stall. Oh, lovely. <laughs> and uh, LL Paul J. <laughs> Yay! Oh, yes.
1: uh, Annika Fried Rice. <laughs> <laughs> Which, when we inevitably do takeaways and celebrities, will work then as yeah, well. Yeah. So, bravo. Favour. Shady Gaga from Ian in St. Yeah, Albans. Nice. Um, Henry Sprinkler. Oh, yeah. uh, the A was added on the end of the text, yeah. which is good. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, it is well worth downloading the oh, Breakfast God. Show daily podcast um, for that wonderful call we received from a listener whose mum got Henry, <laughs> Henry Winkler's catchphrase wrong in Liverpool and looked at it and went, go on, Henry, do it, do it. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> You can download the podcast from all the usual places. Danny Boyle, Ling, very nice. Vladimir,
3: I'm putting the sun cream on. <laughs> <from laughs>
1: Scott, the painter in Leicester. You got That's anything excellent. there, Matt? That's uh, very Donna good. Donna,
3: aircon from Jason. New kids on the sunblock uh, from Jim. Uh, Perspire Cyrus, <laughs> Richard White, Parasol Campbell, uh, oh, also right. from Jim. And uh, Michael has Engelbert need a drink. <laughs>
4: wow. Okay.
3: <laughs> I said at the very beginning of this. Fine work once
1: again. Thank you. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast.
2: Absolute Radio.
1: And that's it from the Dave Berry Breakfast Show here on Absolute Radio. Thank you ever so much for tuning in, particularly those of you who took the time to get in touch with the show, which, of course, you can do at any time, 8, 12, 15, or dave at absoluteradio.co.uk if you want to drop me an email. And now, well, the one we nearly didn't have time for. And this was born out of a question we asked you just a couple of hours ago. Have you ever missed out on something? And this quickly turned into celebrities doing mundane tasks.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, What have we got, Matt? Uh, Well, this was a message that came in from Juliet, who said, Once on my day off from working at a hairdressing salon, Bobby Davro was buying something from the shop next door and was spotted by one of the stylists and then dragged into the salon. He cracked jokes and entertained staff and clients. For
1: 20 minutes. 20 minutes of pure Davro.
3: Yes. As I was off that day, I found out by photos and videos my colleagues posted on Facebook massive. FOMO <laughs> she says <laughs> but, but did she really miss out or was it a blessing I'm not sure
1: no 20 minutes yeah. of come pure on. Davro 20 minutes that's of that's all the A material as well Do you yeah, know what I mean true, he's, yeah. not, he's not messing about with that uh, thank you Juliet that, that, that was the one we nearly didn't have time for uh, and thank you once again for tuning in we'll be back tomorrow when you wake up arrivederci
0: he came he saw he tried to conquer but alas we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again